Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners, and a big welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. My name is Michael, and today we're doing a solo episode, which means it's just me on my own. And today I'm going to be talking about life lessons from the world's and history's most influential people. Influential means they had a big influence. That means they had some big impact on the world. So we're going to be looking at some really amazing people today that I'm sure you have heard of and some lessons that we can learn from their lives. And also maybe some new words along the way that we could learn. So lots in this episode as always, and I hope you enjoy it. I want to remind you, as I usually like to do, that you can become a member at Level Up English, and that helps support me and the podcast keep going. So it's a really, really big help to keep me going, keep me continuing doing this podcast, doing what I love each week. So first of all, it's a huge, huge support. You will also, though, have access to many other things. There are courses on anything you can think of, really. We've got vocabulary, writing practice courses, uh, grammar, pronunciation courses, reading practice, so many things. We've got an IELTS exam course, which is really helpful if you're doing the IELTS exam. And we've also got group classes where I meet with you once a week to practice your conversation skills. And now if any of that sounds interesting and you want to get transcripts for these episodes, head over to levelupenglish.school and then click on the members button at the top of the page. There's also a link in your podcast app that can take you right there. I know some of you may get fed up of me saying that every time, but this is the main thing that I'm working on these days. I do think it will help you and it's just a nice way to support me anyway. So even if you don't sign up, thank you for bearing with these announcements every episode. I also want to say that some of you may not know I have a YouTube channel. The YouTube channel has been growing recently but still not as many views compared to the podcast. So if you are listening to the audio, but you want to see my ugly mug as well, (laughs) ugly mug is a way of saying ugly face. Mug is a kind of casual way of saying face. If you want to see me talking in my room, head over to YouTube. It's Level Up English Podcast. I'm trying to grow that channel a bit more. So if you do want to subscribe, that would mean a lot to me too. If you are watching the video version, I do have a very slight eye infection today. So if my eye looks a little red, that is why. Please ignore it. So yeah, maybe the audio is better, actually. (laughs) So usually when I make this podcast, when I do these episodes, I may have like a, a list of some ideas I want to talk about. But a lot of it these days comes from my head. I don't plan what I say word for word. I used to when I first started, but I find if you don't plan so much, the episodes actually turn out better. So it's kind of an interesting thing. However, today 
I have prepared quite a bit of text and it's simply just too much to remember because I have to remember all these things about different people. So I will be looking at my notes a bit more today to help with this episode because I'm not very smart and I cannot remember. But yeah, basically just to recap, we're covering today life lessons from the most influential people who ever lived. So these are people who had a big, hopefully positive impact on the world. And I'm going to relate these life lessons to language learning as well. So hopefully it will be useful for you as an English learner. So the first person I want to mention is, drumroll, Albert Einstein. How many of you guessed that his name was going to come up? So Albert Einstein was a German-born physicist, a physicist, and he does a lot, he has done a lot of work in science and the philosophy of science, and he's very famous for his E equals MC squared, which is the theory of relativity, that time is relative. That's pretty much the extent of my knowledge on that, so if you want to know more, I am not the person to ask, but very influential person. He has contributed a lot to science and the world, and there are many, many famous quotes attributed to him as well. He may not have said all of them, but they're attributed to him, which means they are claimed to have been said by him, connected to him. So he has done a lot for the world, I would say. One of the most important lessons that we can learn from Einstein is the the power of curiosity. So if you're curious, you're interested in many different things. You have that curiosity. And we often hear phrases such as, you know, we should be curious like a child. Because when you're a child, you're curious about everything. You're always asking, why? Why? How does this work? What's that? But then when you become an adult, you start to just ignore things more. You don't look around, you just look down at the ground and go to work, come home, and we lose our curiosity. So perhaps one factor to Einstein's success, besides his high intelligence, of course, was his curiosity. And I think, you know, maybe intelligence is going to be hard to improve if you're not so smart like me, it's going to be difficult to to get smarter, perhaps, or make much difference anyway. But I think curiosity is something that we can change very quickly. It's almost like a decision to be more curious about the world. So let's learn a bit more about Einstein. Einstein's insatiable curiosity and thirst for knowledge drove him to ask questions and explore the world around him. So because of that, he never stopped learning. Even when he got older, he still kept learning because of that insatiable curiosity. This is a hard word, which I highlighted. Satiable is related to the word satiety. It's not society, which I always want to say. It's satiety, which is quite a hard word, But this is when you are 
satisfied. It's kind of connected to that word satisfied. Satiated means you're satisfied, but it's a much more advanced word, right? So insatiable, in means not, satia means satisfy, able means cannot or can in this case. So insatiable means you have a really strong desire that cannot be satisfied. So that means he was so curious and no matter how many things he researched, he still had that curiosity. So you might have an insatiable curiosity, you might have an insatiable appetite. That's a common one. If you're always hungry and you never get full, you have an insatiable appetite. How many of you, how many of you can relate to that one? <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's a good word to know. Quite advanced, quite advanced. So I think as English learners, as language learners, there's a lot we can learn from Einstein, such as the importance of curiosity, right? As a language learner, it's really important to be curious. And I find the more curious I am in a language, the faster I learn. So for example, when I am walking down the street and I see a word in a language I'm learning, just on the, on the sign, on a poster, I always try to research, what, what does that mean? I look it up in my dictionary, like, oh, okay. And I'm learning this new word. And it's a great way to remember because you have a physical memory and a place that you can associate with that word. So it's always sticks in my mind when I, when I learn things from the street. I think that's a nice way to do it. In fact, I made a video last year, I believe, where I walked around London and I was teaching you English through street signs. So maybe I will link that one in the show notes on your app. You can click on that below and learn, learn from that video if you want to. But yeah, I think that's a nice way. Be curious and always want to learn more. It's a mindset you have to practice. You have to kind of turn on that switch in your head to find some something interesting in everything. You know, I heard a quote, perhaps it was from Sam Harris or someone like that, which is basically, it's impossible to be bored if you're paying enough attention. You know, you, you might be sitting in a field, like really bored, but then you pay close attention and wow, look at, look at all the insects and the way that the grass is moving in the wind. And there's so many things to be curious about. It's very hard to be bored if you pay close attention. So I think that's a nice quote as well. Another thing that Einstein liked to emphasise was the importance of perseverance. This is a noun. The verb is to persevere. That basically means to work really hard, to keep working hard on something. So Einstein worked really hard, he persevered in his work. And of course, language learning is a hard thing. I think one of the reasons why it's so hard is just the length of time it takes. You have ups and downs and it's, it's not something you can do in a year, right? It takes a long time to master a language. So it's important to have that perseverance and keep working hard and not be too discouraged when things go wrong. We'll come back to that later, that feeling of not being discouraged. I think that's a good one. 
Okay, there's Einstein. See, I'm not going into too much about what they did as people because I am not a historian. I'm not a history expert. So I would just be saying some really random stuff I read online that I don't know anything about. So I'm going to cover what I'm interested in and talk about the inspirational side of these people and maybe the the way that they can impact us in ways that you might not first expect. So my next inspirational, or I guess the word was influential person, quite similar words, was Aristotle. Aristotle, a very ancient figure, to be honest. Aristotle was a Greek philosopher and a scientist, and I don't actually know when he lived. Let me find out. So he was born in the Macedonian city of Stagira, Stagira. And when was he alive? Apparently, very accurate date, 384 BC. BC means before Christ, before the year zero, basically. So well over 2000 years ago, and he still has an impact today. It's quite amazing, really, isn't it? It's quite amazing that your influence can stretch over that long. I think many of us only wish we could we could do that. I don't think people will be listening to Level Up English in 2000 years. That would be that'd be crazy. If you are, hello, hello to you. I died 2000 years ago, but good to talk with you. <laughs> I get got morbid there, got morbid. Anyway, <laughs> Um, I've got a few things here that Aristotle spoke about. First of all, he spoke about uh, biology, logic, poetry, music, many different subjects like this that can be found in his writings. And I'm I'm also not an expert on Greek uh, influential people, but let's have a look at my list anyway. So one thing that Aristotle believed was embracing moderation. This can be seen in his writing. So he emphasised the importance of finding a balance between extremes by embracing moderation. This was, this was what was called a virtue, a virtue of moderation. So if you have moderation, it's like you don't do too much of anything. You know, we have this saying in English, which is everything in moderation. Yeah, you can do a little bit of this, but not too much. A little bit of that, but not too much. And I think that's kind of a healthy way to live. It reminds me of the Buddhist idea, concept of the middle way. I think it's Buddhist, right? The middle way, right? So not... Yeah, it's what I just said, basically. I can't think of other words to describe it. (laughs) Maybe you know more than me anyway. So, in other words, embracing moderation means avoiding excess. Excess, which is E-X-C-E-S-S. Excess. That means not doing things too much. Don't drink alcohol in excess. That means don't drink too much alcohol. But I'm sure, you know, Aristotle enjoyed a glass of wine every now and then, I imagine, right? But also, 
yeah, focus on controlling your behavior, your emotions, your desires as well. So embrace moderation. I think that's a a really good life lesson that we can learn from Aristotle. And I suppose, as always, this could be related to language learning as well, because you don't want to do too much of one thing. You may love studying English. If that's the case, that's amazing. But you may also want to have that balance of, you know, other stuff in your life as well. Make time for make time to rest, for example. Don't do too much rest because that's not moderation. Don't sit, stay in bed all day, but have that balance of rest, study, fun, all that kind of stuff. I think that's something we can learn from from him. Another thing that Aristotle believed was continuously improving yourself. That self-improvement is a lifelong pursuit. Pursuit is a bit like the word chase. If you're pursuing something, you're chasing something. So a pursuit is a noun, and it's like a chase to get somewhere or to get something. So self-improvement is a lifelong pursuit. You never reach the end of your self-improvement journey, just like you never reach the end of your language learning journey. This is why I talk so much about self-improvement in this podcast, because I believe it's really connected with language learning. Learning a language is a form of self-improvement. It's not only going to help with your, perhaps your career, your friendships, your travel experiences, whatever you do in your life. It's also going to help with your brain's health, going to keep your brain healthy. It's going to give you a new perspective on things. If you learn English, you open up your whole world to content and conversations that are not available in your language. And same for me when I learn your language, for example. So yeah, that's very important to keep learning and have that mindset of continuous self-improvement. I think that's good. I'm getting very carried away. How many people have I got left? I've got two people left. I think that's good. We'll do two more people here. I didn't plan too much because I knew that I would ramble and talk for a long time. Next person. Can you guess who it is? Maybe some of you are shouting who you think it might be. William Shakespeare. Yes, William Shakespeare is or was an English poet, a playwright and an actor. And let me double check when he lived as well. It doesn't really matter, but I'm kind of curious. I should know the dates perhaps. So William Shakespeare, 1564 is when he was born from Stratford-upon-Avon, a beautiful town that I had the pleasure of visiting a couple years ago. It's a really, really nice place to go for some beautiful historical English buildings. And Anyway, he was considered to be one of the greatest writers in the English language. And yes, I guess there's also a lot of words that came from Shakespeare. That's also something I can look up now. One thing that is interesting, a few weeks ago, I did an episode on AI where I talked with ChatGPT. And ever since then, I basically have him 
I'm calling him a man. I have him open all the time, basically. He's always open, so I can just ask him any question. So it's really useful. Not always correct, but most of the time. So how much of the English language came from Shakespeare? Let's see if it knows. Because there's a lot of words that Shakespeare coined, which means invented, that we still use in English today. It's difficult, this is what he's saying now, it's difficult to quantify how much of English came from Shakespeare. But there are many words that we still use, such as eyeball, fashionable, manager, bump. Wow, lots of common words. So it says here that Shakespeare used over 20,000 words in his plays and 1,700 of these were first used by him. That's a lot of words to invent. So he had a big impact on English. Anyway, back to his influence. So one of the life lessons that we can learn from Shakespeare is the idea that our choices in life have consequences. The, The choices we make have an end result that can be good or can be bad, right? And I think this can be seen in lots of Shakespeare's plays. For example, in Macbeth, one of Shakespeare's plays, the character's ambition leads him to commit murder and that ultimately leads to his downfall. Uh, Downfall is his kind of failure, right, in life. So that's a consequence of his actions. Romeo and Juliet as well, they decided to pursue, remember that word pursue, to chase forbidden love. And that results in tragedy, right? So your actions have consequences is a nice lesson to learn from his plays. Another lesson we can learn, which I think is important for language learners, is the importance of resilience. Resilience is the ability to recover quickly from a difficult situation. If you're in a difficult time in your life and you have resilience, that means you can overcome that problem easily, hopefully. So Shakespeare, I guess, emphasised the importance of resilience and perseverance, that word again, in the face of adversity. Adversity is basically a difficulty, a challenge that you might have in your life. So in the face of adversity means when you find a challenge. In the face of something means when it confronts you, when it's right here in your face. So if you look at a lot of the characters from Shakespeare's plays, they have many challenges lot of adversity, but they persevere and they keep working hard to overcome these problems. And this reminds us that these, this adversity, these setbacks, are natural parts of life. You know, we all have adversity that we have to face. It's something I covered in a previous podcast episode with Rod on a guest episode a few months ago. We all have these different levels of adversity 
and difficulties in life. And it's natural to have that. So whether it's language learning or something else, let's remember that it's important to approach adversity with a strong mind and be resilient. Lots of new words here, but I'm trying to repeat them throughout the episode. So hopefully it's good practice to hear them again and again. And they are common and slightly advanced words, but they are useful. I would never share a word with you that wasn't useful. Let's go to my last person now. This is Mahatma Gandhi, who has probably featured in one of my quotes in a previous episode. Uh, Gandhi was the leader of an Indian independence movement in British-ruled India. And he led India into independence and inspired civil rights movements for freedom across the world. And he has inspired people all over the world to do great. So one very famous quote that I love from Gandhi, which we can all learn from, is be the change you wish to see in the world. I'll say it one more time. Be the change you wish to see in the world. So Gandhi believed that true change starts from within yourself. It starts from within you, okay? So we all have this power to make uh, a difference in the world, starting with ourselves, right? So if you feel strongly about something, it's important to first do that thing yourself, right? So for example, if you feel strongly that, you know, we shouldn't be eating meat, it's not right to eat meat, it's very obvious that, first of all, you should be the change you want to see and not do that yourself. If you want to see a more peaceful world, then you should approach your relationships with a sense of peace and avoid violence at all costs, right? Things like that. I think it's a really nice uh, idea. And of course, as language learners, it's really easy to feel overwhelmed or discouraged by the difficulties of the learning process. It's not easy to learn a language, as we've said before already, and it's easy to feel like it's just too much for you. There's too much to do. But kind of focusing on this quote, we can have that mindset of responsibility. I'm going to try to embody that change I want to see in the world. And through doing that, I think we can be more motivated to achieve our goals. So one example is you can't really blame your struggles on external things, such as not having enough time or it's difficult to find someone to talk with, right? This is blaming the struggles on something else. So taking responsibility is a way of being the change you want to see in the world, perhaps, right? So once we do that, once we kind of be the change we want to see in that language learning community, we can feel more motivated and we can be more effective language learners. Okay, I'll leave it there for my main people of inspiration today. I do want to mention one more bonus person though. I want to talk about this person more in the private episode on Friday this week. And remember, the private podcast is a short podcast I make each week as a way to say thank you for the members 
who support me at Level Up English. So this week I want to talk about someone who is very inspirational to me personally and should I tell you who it is? Should I give you a hint? Mm, I might keep it a secret. I think that could be more fun, right? So I'm not a big believer in admiring or idolizing any one person. I think everyone has flaws, but everyone has something we can learn from them. So I'm going to share one person who I find has had a big influence on my life that you might know, maybe. But I'm going to talk more about that person in the private episode this week. There's a really good um, hint, not a hint, but a really, a really nice teaser for you. A teaser, right? Make, makes you want to listen to more. <laughs> but okay, anyway, let's say a quick thank you to some reviews on Apple Podcasts. First, I want to say thank you to Rayam Youssef, who says, Hi, Michael. I'm Rayam Youssef from Jordan. I like your podcast. It's really useful. And I have been listening to your podcast for two months now. I am on episode 175 and I listen to you every day. So I really like your accent and your voice is clear and quiet. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that. That's really nice. So have you been listening since episode one? Or maybe you went halfway through? Because if you listen to 175 in two months, that's more than two episodes a day, isn't it? That's that's a lot of episodes, maybe like three a day. But whatever you're doing, appreciate it. Thank you. One more here from... I feel like we've we've had this person before, maybe. But this is a new review anyway. So thank you from Humankind, who said... You're doing great. Your podcast is very helpful for me. I can follow you very well in it. You explain everything very clearly and friendly. Thanks for your efforts. Thank you. One more from Nadishlakmal. Nadishlakmal. It's just one long word. I don't know if that's two names or one. Nadishlakmal, who says, Excellent for those who want to learn English. This channel is really interesting. I learned a lot. Thank you. And that is from Qatar. So thank you very much for all the reviews. That really means the world to me. Let's end now with a quote. And this is a quote from the person I'm going to talk about on Friday. That's a good hint. The only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it move with it, and join the dance. So I I think this is nice because it kind of shows us that change is a natural part of life. And the best way to approach change is to embrace it and accept it and not resist it, right? So I think for language learners, this means, this can mean embracing the difficulties you face. If you have a bad day or a good day, Just accept it and enjoy that change. Enjoy that process of ups and downs each day. So I hope that makes sense for you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And I will see you next week for another hopefully fun episode. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week. 
You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.